Hey, and welcome to the Mickey in Minutes podcast, the short Disney show. I'm your host, Nick Lazaga, and this is episode 22, Disney Parks and Disney Animated Movies. Play now in the good old key of G. Zeke and Zim, Ted, friend of our name, Tennessee. Zeke's twanging on banjo and a tapping with his feet. A banging on a dishpan with a real old country beat. Many of the most popular attractions at the Disney parks are based on classic Disney films like Peter Pan's Flight, Pinocchio's Daring Journey, and more recently, The Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And the ones that aren't based on classic Disney films have inspired newer films such as the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise or that one Haunted Mansion movie that most people pretend didn't happen. And now the trend is backwards, having popular Disney films inspire new attractions in the parks, like Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout or Frozen Ever After. The synergy between the parks and the films is obvious and it's everywhere. But what's often overlooked by most people is when the Disney animated movies reference the Disney parks. I guess that's because when people go to Disney, they expect and look for references to the animated films. But when the average person watches an animated feature, they're simply not thinking about the parks. But I'm always thinking about the parks. So on this episode, I'm going to share with you five Disney Parks references in Disney animated films. Some of these references are very well hidden just for us hardcore Disney Parks fans to discover. And some of them are obvious and just meant for laughs. Disney definitely pokes a little bit of fun at itself in some of these. But it's okay when they do it because, well... It's Disney. Number five, The Haunted Mansion and Inside Out. Inside Out was the 15th Pixar feature film. It came out in 2015, and most of the movie takes place in the mind of an 11-year-old girl named Riley. In one scene, she's having a nightmare about moving into a new house, and in the background, you can hear the iconic Haunted Mansion music. On tonight, Dream Production. Well, this is it. A new place. Come live with me, Riley. Somebody order a broccoli pizza? I'm organic! Maybe Riley and her family stopped at Disney on their way to the new house. Now that's a short I would love to see. Riley at the Magic Kingdom. Make it happen, Pixar. Number 4, Tomorrowland and Meet the Robinsons. This one is a pretty in-your-face reference. In the 2007 Disney animated film Meet the Robinsons, Wilbur takes Lewis to the year 2037. When they arrive, they fly over an area called Todayland, which is an obvious reference to Tomorrowland in the Magic Kingdom and Disneyland. 
There you see the iconic Space Mountain building and the old star jets from the Magic Kingdom. I'll post a picture in the show notes for this episode on MickeyandMinutes.com so you can see it. This is one of my favorite Disney Park references in any animated film. Number 3. It's a Small World in The Lion King Believe it or not, this 1994 animated classic with no humans in it at all finds a way to make a very funny Disney Parks reference. In the scene where Scar has Zazu trapped in a cage, he asks him to sing him a song. So Zazu decides to sing the 1964 classic Sherman Brothers song that is known for getting stuck in your head. Nobody knows my sorrow. Oh, Zazu, do lighten up. Sing something with a little bounce in it. It's a small world after all. No! No! Anything but that. It's funny how Scar reacts to that song, and it's really funny that Disney is able to laugh at how some people find that song annoying. According to Time Magazine, It's a Small World is likely the most played song in music history, thanks to the many versions of the attraction around the world. Number 2. Attraction Posters in Monsters, Inc. The 2001 Pixar film Monsters, Inc. is a funny look at why there are monsters in kids' closets. According to the film, the monsters collect the kids' screams to power their city, but they eventually discover that laughter is more powerful than screams. So there's a scene towards the end of the movie where Mike is in a kid's room doing stand-up comedy to try to make him laugh. This kid is definitely a Disneyland fan. On the walls of the kid's bedroom, there are two Disney attraction posters. Behind his bed is an Astrojet poster, and on the wall by the closet door is a poster for the sailing ship Columbia. These are both awesome old-school Disneyland posters. I'll post some screenshots of these in the show notes for this episode on MickeyandMinutes.com. I actually have that same Astrojet poster. Disney attraction posters are one of my favorite things to collect. Number 1. Country Bear Jamboree in a Goofy Movie. Sort of. I saved this one for last because it's such a funny and clever reference to a classic Disney attraction. In this 1995 father-son comedy, Goofy takes a reluctant Max on a road trip, and at one point, they stop at a place called Lester's Possum Park. Here they see an animatronic show called the Possum Posse Jamboree, which is obviously a reference to the Country Bear Jamboree. The animatronic possums have instruments and play a song that sounds just like the opening number from the Country Bears. But these are all broken and falling apart. It's a funny look at how other places always try to imitate Disney, but always end up coming off as cheap and kind of creepy. Oh, howdy there, folks. Lester's is proud to present the Possum Posse Jamboree. Here it is. Just a time. Howdy, folks. Who's your favorite possum? Hey Lester, ready for yodeling? 
Sure am, Buford. Now gather round, my possum pals. Join the jamboree. Come hoot and howl and holler from the heart. This is The Possum Posse Theater even looks like the Country Bear Theater, with the audience sitting on wooden benches. It's such a funny scene that Disney Parks fans can get on a different level than the casual movie watcher. We all know that people who don't understand or appreciate the Disney Parks have that kind of idea in their heads of what it must be like, but we can laugh because we love the parks and all of its attractions, even the ones that other people, including Disney itself, poke fun at. Now I want to give a couple honorable mentions. The first one is a hidden Figment in Inside Out. Figment is an original character from the classic Epcot attraction Journey into Imagination, so it's only fitting that there's a painting of him in Imagination Land in Riley's mind. It's a quick shot when Bing Bong sees the train coming. You see it lying in a pile of stuff in the bottom right corner of your screen. This is an awesome reference to a very special Epcot character. And the last Disney Parks reference that I want to point out is in the brand new Pixar film, Incredibles 2. This could be considered a slight spoiler if you haven't seen the movie yet, so skip ahead about 30 seconds or so if you don't want to hear it. But then come right back after you see the movie to hear what you may have missed. Okay, so everyone who's ever been to Walt Disney World knows the iconic monorails. They are white with a colored stripe down the side of it. Well, the blue monorail, which is my personal favorite, makes an appearance in the film. Frozone uses his ice powers to save it from crashing. Now, it's not an exact copy of the one from the parks, but it's definitely close enough to be considered a fun reference. It's white with a single blue stripe down the side. The Walt Disney World ones are a little more rounded on the front and top, but besides that, it looks pretty awesome. I'll post a picture of it on MickeyandMinutes.com in the show notes for this episode, and I'll let you be the judge. I think it's another awesome Disney Parks reference in a Disney animated movie. Also, in case you're wondering, yes, Incredibles 2 was amazing and totally worth the 14-year wait. Well, I hope you enjoyed that look at Disney Parks references in Disney animated films. My biggest Disney fandom is definitely the theme parks, so I always get excited when I find these kinds of things in the movies. Which of these Disney Parks references is your favorite? Did I miss any other ones? Let me know on Twitter at Mickey and Minutes. Thanks so much for listening to the show, you guys. If you liked it, please rate it and review it on iTunes and tell your fellow Disney friends about it. Look out for another episode very soon. You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Mickey and Minutes. Find us on YouTube for some Disney trivia and other fun videos. And check out MickeyandMinutes.com for show notes, blog posts, and more. Thanks again for listening to the Mickey and Minutes podcast. I'll see you next time. Bye.